0: If you are building any sort of a business that has any sort of online presence, you know two things about Facebook ads. You know that, number one, um, the Book of Faces likes to recommend to you the best way for you to be able to create these ads, for you to be able to, you know, make things the the most amazing and easy peasy, which we're going to talk about why that's dangerous today. And you probably also know that they can be real confusing. They can make you feel like what the heck is actually happening. And when you bring in an ads manager, sometimes I'm just going to be honest, there are people out there who try and pull the wool over your eyes and trick you into believing things that are going a certain way when actually they're not going the way that they say they're actually going. And so today I am so thrilled. I have convinced my amazing friend, oh my gosh, Jamie O'Connor is going to be here today for a real like a real talk about what's actually happening on the book of faces when it comes to ads. Welcome to the glam podcast. My name is Molly Mahoney from the prepared performer and we are going to help you to go live and monetize. If you want access to the show notes, just give us the word reminder below. And what I want you to do, whether you're watching this on the Book of Faces, whether you're watching this on, I think we're actually live on LinkedIn for the first time ever. So if you're watching this on LinkedIn or on YouTube or on wherever you're watching this, I want you to give the biggest prepared for performer. Oh my gosh, I can't say my own business name. Prepared performer, B.Live welcome with a huge fireworks show. That means you click the little likes and the hearts, the Click all of that as we bring in my absolute favorite, most trusted Facebook ads manager, one of my dearest friends. I'm going to bring her up on to the stage right now. Jamie O'Connor. <laughs> 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 <Grateful child>. Yay. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so so good. fun to be here. I know, I'm so, oh, excited. I'm, I'm so excited.
1: I'm so excited to so
0: talk so, about this. I'm so, so grateful. Yeah. And tell us just like, let us know where you're actually streaming from right now. From Saulita, Mexico. (laughs) So Jamie is on this like amazing (laughs) trip right now in Mexico and still came in to uh, visit us and grace us with her brilliance. (laughs) So I'm so stoked. (laughs) Oh, man. Let's let's give some shout outs to those people who are here. So my friends, David and Kylie are here. They're amazing gosh. magicians actually and they're saying this is perfect timing I'm getting ready to create Facebook ads which yes. is so good. yay oh, that's so it. awesome
1: Jill um, is here and Janice oh my gosh Melinda yes. Stephanie, Stephanie so many people
0: so Ah, uh, our friend Stephanie so Stephanie is such an amazing member of our community and in the glam program, she hit her seven-figure year twice, which was so awesome. That's so awesome. I you love it, it. Stephanie. <laughs> all right. Okay. So we're gonna go through all that there is to know <laughs> to yes. like just really push through that initial fear with Facebook ads. I think we're gonna yes. talk a little bit about like the real truth. Are we gonna talk mm-hmm. about the real truth today? The real truth. The real stuff. <laughs> Yeah, because I've been stuff there. Stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I I, and- I have been like, so confused before, and that is what set me on this journey to like help people not be in that, not be in that space.
0: And I guess that's the first thing that we should mention. And then I'd love to have you kind of give us a backstory of how you got connected here. But it, I want you to know if you're feeling confused or overwhelmed or any of that, please know that we've all been there. And mm-hmm. I I mean. I remember a conversation at Social Media Week LA with Claire Winslow, who ended up launching Social Media Week Austin. Um, she and wow. I both couldn't figure out where to put, like how to track the pixels. We, I mean, we were like duplicating pixels on pages. Like there's so many layers to all of this crazy. And yeah. I love that you have no judgment about this either. That you're like so loving in the way that you care <laughs> well, for everyone enough. in
1: this. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing, you know. I very vividly remember the day about five years ago. I guess it's probably going on six years now that I had someone show me where the return on ad spend column was and my mind was blown. I was like, wait a minute, people
0: (laughs) can actually tell me (laughs) these numbers. Can tell me what my return on this spend that I'm putting into this is. Yeah. And I was spending
1: a lot of money through an agency at the time and, you know, I... I never even got that in a report, so I that was kind of the pivotal turning point for me to know, oh my gosh, there's so many people out there like me that they need this information and they need to know a lot more than what is being given to them.
0: Amen. And just to like really uh, let the cat out of the bag, we're not going to be able to cover everything that happens in, in no. the ads today, because it is so much like ah. so much and I know we had some questions coming in about the iOS updates and other things like that so mm-hmm. today we're really going to go over some foundations and make sure you know like where to go to get started and I want you to know and I'm going to be able to bring this up on the screen with the magic of Be Live, who makes this show happen. Can you just tell us a little bit about whoop, this awesomeness that's coming um, soon. I'm going to hide myself. Yeah. and I'm going to let you just tell us about this awesome masterclass that you're doing where you're going to go into some more, even some more detail. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. So we're, I'm going to host a masterclass next week on, um, Tuesday and Wednesday. I did two different times, uh, different times of the day to hopefully be able to have more people be able to show up for it and like get value out of it. And we're going to talk about some deeper stuff, Um, That will help you really understand the foundations and what that is going to give you to be able to get better results, hold agencies accountable, put your own campaigns up in a pinch when you need to, and really be able to have the foundations you need, which I think so many business owners and marketing managers are like blindly handing over their ads or listening to the advice that pops up on your screen on Facebook without really knowing what um, what is going to happen with it, or what kind of results you're getting? And so that's that's really my goal is to start to give marketing managers and um, business owners the foundations they need to to be able to find success and also really have an idea of why something's working or why it's not working.
0: So amazing! It. Can't wait it's for It's so to good. Yeah. And so I I'm using be live my absolute favorite way to go live. And if you notice in the chat, you may see this link, which is molly.live slash easy ads, because Jamie just makes everything so easy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope
1: so. I hope that that's what I can bring to people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is our motto in the glam program, which Jamie has been a member of for, oh, maybe a year and a half now, which is so, so awesome. Yeah. And so I love it so much. And yeah. we talk about this a lot, that like, let's just make it easy. And when you get yeah. into Facebook ads, it doesn't always feel that way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, so I actually one of my mentors, and I've I've had like I have extreme gratitude for the people I have been able to learn from over the last five years, and take their knowledge and hopefully be able to distill it down in an easy way for people. But one of the things he always said to Pesh Mandalia, he always said, is Facebook ad manager is like a Ferrari. Like anyone could get into it. A 15 year old can take the keys and get into it, but more than likely they're going to crash it. And not, they certainly will never get the performance out of it. And that I think that's so true. Like really anyone can get in there and they can probably publish an ad because Facebook walks you through it, but you're likely going to lose your money and you're likely going to crash and burn and not actually see performance without some foundational knowledge.
0: And that's, I think, the biggest issue is like Facebook can walk you through it, and it seems like it's user friendly, and they use like lots of smiley faces and exclamation points (laughs) to keep going in the right way. Yeah, but they don't actually know the real strategy behind your specific business, and so this is something that I think is so great that you do. And one of the other reasons that I'm so glad to have you here is because so much of what you're doing for your clients is mixing ads with video. So. Since we're yeah. all about video, obviously, here and all about the video, it. I mean, all about it. So it's such a <laughs> cool thing that we can use in conjunction with Be Live, the video editor, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Can you just give us some of your background and how you got started? Because sure. I know you are the number one person I trust, but I want to make sure everybody else knows that too. <laughs>
1: totally. Well, <laughs> you know, I started this agency, I started my agency, which has done for you ads three years ago, and I started it after. A series of events that led me to, you know, determine that there needed to be to be more people of integrity that could serve clients and be really transparent about how they were doing their ad buying, and that was from having my own e-commerce store where I spent a ton of money on ads and didn't get any results, um, and also from. Becoming the marketing director for a really quickly growing e-commerce business that um, I mean we grew from 1.5 million to 8 million in a year and a half and We had a ton of agencies and I was just like not getting the strategic partnership that um, I really needed with all the hats I was wearing um, and so I ended up firing all the agencies and I learned it myself. And I, I kind of fell in love with it because it, I love how um, with ads and the analytics that you get, you can cross over from marketing smoke and mirrors of like just getting impressions and that being the only thing that we know and actually seeing like data and results. And then what I found when I got into it is that in the ads world, so many people were focused like solely on direct response.
0: And if you don't know what that yeah. is, can you, like- I, Can you like, yeah. tell us exactly what that is? Because I think this is yeah. something. And also, Jamie, I just realized we didn't do a Nugget giveaway. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, what is wow. happening? I was so excited about having you here. And the fact that we are actually streaming on LinkedIn, which I was checking behind the scenes, you are officially my first guest in a LinkedIn <laughs> Live. What? LinkedIn. I don't know if you're ready for what's about to hit your face. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. LinkedIn has no idea. So let's do a little nugget giveaway. If you give us the hashtag nugget in the chat, we will be picking a nugget winner at the end of the stream. And I will send you an actual selfie light in the mail. So the way that this works is when Jamie shares something that makes you go like, oh my gosh, that's so good. Like, I already have my first nugget, which is marketing smoke and the word is gonna come up on the screen in a moment, I promise, mirrors, uh, then it comes. The smoke is rising and the mirror is revealing itself. I think that's so true, the marketing smoke and mirrors, right? Totally, Ugh.
1: yeah, yeah. So I mean, we, I, I, what I have come to find is that you get what the majority of what you find out there is either the smoke and mirrors, these are the impressions and engagements, but you actually don't get the end results or you're getting direct response, which is I'm only gonna focus on getting the lead right now. I'm only gonna focus on getting the purchase right now, which at the foundation seems like a good idea because why wouldn't you want the low hanging fruit? But the problem is that if we only focus on that, we're leaving so much money on the table because we're humans and we don't behave that way. We don't always make the immediate decision to go on and make a purchase. I I always encourage my clients to really, when they start with us, really try to open up the self-awareness with their own ad buying behavior and look at how many times do they actually see an ad before they take actual action on something. Even the people who are like, you know, quick trigger fingers and buying all <laughs> the things on Instagram. Seriously, a lot of times they're actually seeing that ad like three or four times before they're making a decision. And so we really need to find a bridge between the two. And that's a lot of what I've I've tried to build for clients is how do we build brand and create audiences through amazing videos and lives like Molly teaches, and then build audiences through ads that way that are like really ready to buy from you and you're not asking them to marry you on the first date.
0: Yeah, man, I love that. So the, the definition of direct response would be an ad that is focused on getting the result right. Then getting the mm-hmm. the you know, and that can be direct mail, <laughs> direct response. It can you know, it can go yeah uh, different ways. But I love the idea of paying attention to your own actions that you're taking. So when you see an ad and i i think about this a lot when it comes to attribution and i think not everybody knows what attribution is either so maybe we can identify that yeah we can talk about that but when i'm on instagram let's say and i see um something from like farm rio's instagram ads get me all the time so let's say i see like a farm rio instagram (laughs) account then i click on the like the checkout page or whatever like the link to the website but maybe i can't really see it on my phone So then I'll go to my computer and I'll just Google Farm Rio. And then the like random Google search gets the credit for my purchase. Yep. So, can you talk about attribution a little bit? Because I think that's something that people don't always think about either. And,
1: you know, what you're talking about. Hold on, Nika. Look at Nika. She said, although
0: I did want to marry both
1: Jamie and Molly on the first date. I feel the same way about you, Nika. Ditto,
0: Nika, so I can't wait for our next Hot Tub Q&A. It's going to be perfect. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome.
1: Which, yeah, speaking anyways.
0: of awesome videos, Nika's <laughs> YouTube account right now is at about, I think, nine, Blowing no, up. 10 million. It was over 10 million. I checked on it the other day. Over 10 million views. I've got goosebumps again because Nika is showing up on video. So shout out to Nika. Amazing. She's having an awesome so day. So amazing. Ah, we love you. <laughs>
1: yeah. <so. laughs> okay. Um, um, Attribution, yeah, like, paying so, attention to your own, own habits. Yeah. And here's the thing. Paying attention to your own habits. So... To me, what we're talking about is the customer journey, and people. The reality is, is if you take a step back for two or three weeks and you really notice your own behaviors, you're going to see that you see it on Facebook, and then you might see it on Instagram. Maybe you click on it on Instagram, and then you go look at it, and then you go Google it two days later because you saw <laughs> another ad of it, and like that, you have this really roundabout way of coming to a decision that you're going to make a purchase. and that is human behavior that is the customer journey the problem is when we only look at direct response when we only look at like getting somebody to make a decision right now and um traditional last click which comes from like old school google cost per click cpc ad buying just
0: to clear just to make sure everybody understood traditional last click which means the last link that you click on before you purchase would get the credit Like for actually, oh, this is what caused the sale. This was like the closer. I wish I had my coffee is for closers mug, but I don't. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And the closer is important, but so is the person who introduced you to that. The whole thing is the customer journey. And we really have to take that into account when we're making our decisions on the kind of content we're making, how we're buying our ads, and how it's getting attributed on those sites versus also just recognizing that, um, we need to have we need to have a little bit of that smoke and mirrors. We need to have a little bit of that brand building. We're not gonna see the results right now. And mm-hmm. the work that Molly teaches you to do, to be to go live, to do videos and really like be authentically who you are in front of your audiences. So there's a combination of that. And I think, you know, it's really important for us to to think about how we behave as humans to then interact with with our. Audience that way,
0: and and I love this as really a a holistic approach to going live, right? So this is something that we love at Be Live as well, who is a sponsor of this show. I'm just going to bring Be Live up into the screen since Jamie was talking about this, and with Be Live, you promote the fact that you're going live easily with scheduling the links and the other. They they have a graphic. Um, editor right within the tool that allows you to announce the fact that the show is happening. Then, when you're actually live, you can do things like I just did where I'm giving you this link automatically where you could join us and sign up for a a free trial of BeLive. And then afterwards, right within BeLive you can chop the video up and edit it, which I think is so cool, because then you can use those and the types of ads that Jamie's talking about and um we're going to get get more into the the nitty-gritty of the ads and remember that you can also go to Jamie's workshop that's coming up which is awesome her masterclass so I'm just putting that out there again um, but let's dive into that that like the numbers can you talk to us about where where do you think we should start? Do you think we should start with that? Do you think we should start with Oh man. Yeah. I kind of think we should start with the boosting post thing.
1: Okay, perfect. This is something that came up in your group recently. It did. And actually, and the, question, the question I think is, Keith is here. here. Yes, yes. He <laughs> um, and, you know, I think it's something we've run across a lot. I think we ran into it in Glam when we did a workshop there about Facebook ads. And the reality is, is that Facebook's trying to make it easier for small businesses to be able to put their names out there more. The problem is there's like, I don't know how many, like billion people on Facebook and there's, that's probably, I don't even know what the number is, but. (laughs) I think it's 2 billion now, isn't it? Aren't there like 2 billion accounts or something? And the thing is, is that it is, while it's somewhat personalized and there's some AI involved, the reality is, is they're not actually giving you truly personalized recommendations. They have, basically like little things that trigger the bots, the algorithm to tell you, you should go do this. And it's typically be something like, this post is getting a little bit more engagement or this post is getting something else. And so I have a story that just happened recently to a client of mine. And I, I think that it's a really, really good example of why we have to be really careful with listening to Facebook's advice. And that is that she put a post up, she owns a wine market and she put a job posting up and the job posting was getting a lot of engagement because people are looking for jobs and Facebook told her to boost it. And so she pressed the boost button. The problem is they have very limited amount of targeting and also data on the results side that are provided to you with boosting posts. And she was unable to change the um, age range. So she was promoting to 18 year old, even though it's a wine store, and it ended up getting her ad account shut down. And this was something that Facebook recommended to her, but they couldn't know, they didn't know the content that was there. They didn't know the things that she was gonna be promoting. And so that created a situation where she took Facebook's advice and then actually got harmed for it so it's really important to know um the decision making behind why you might ever boost a post and in reality understanding the basics of ad manager and how to build certain ads and when to build certain ads um even on a most on the most foundational level can save you from a situation like that because you'll have access to those basic targeting things and the things that allow you a lot more flexibility than the boost post
0: options. and it's it's tricky because it seems like it's helpful so you'd want to I mean they they obviously they know how to all of these platforms know how to prey on our like <laughs> innate desires to yeah. be loved or whatever it is and so they're like people are responding to this you should do an ad with it right whatever yeah. they say but there's so many Mm -hmm. nuances behind it. So yeah, um, there are a lot of nuances and this is
1: why I just preach that even if you are gonna hire someone else, like get the foundational knowledge so that you can understand the decisions and also understand the results, be able to go in and look at your own results, like understand if, some of the most basic decision making is happening or not if someone else is running your ads or if you're in a pinch if you need to get the job out there more because you need more applicants you know how to put that ad up and not yeah. get banned
0: yeah and i one thing that cuz you know i would for a while there i would consider myself to be pretty proficient in ads and any time in the past when i had hired someone to help us they were never able to get better results with their ad with our ads than I was. So Mm -hmm. we went back to just doing them ourselves. But eventually it got to the point where I was like, come on, like, there are so many changes. And so we actually hired Jamie to help my team set it up in a way that actually we had a really great strategy behind it. And recently Mm -hmm. with all of the iOS changes, I was like, yep, I'm not even going to go there. So I said, Jamie, can you please, first of all, I like messaged her in a panic on a Saturday and I was like, can I please just pay you right now to like do this for me, fix it for me. And she was like, well, I don't actually usually work on Saturdays. And I was like, I didn't mean for you to get on a call with me right now. And good job for following our guidance on how to set boundaries. (laughs) But, um, but, you know, she came into the training for our glam program, which was so great. And it really, brought up so many of the specific min like minuscule details and yeah so yeah so I think um maybe we can move into some of the number stuff and if anybody has questions yeah uh give us a cue yeah, in front of your me. question and we'll pull those up oh look and look who's yeah, there yeah for ah, sure Anna
1: coming I know hi Anna we love oh, you man <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hold on, a see and I just be in person at
1: Molly's house again someday.
0: I know Keith keeps talking about Yelp ads, which I totally agree. We had a company that we used Yelp ads for years ago, and they were it was like the worst. So, <laughs> Facebook ads yeah. can be super amazing. And I actually worked for Yelp for a. Did while. you really? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes. We got. I don't know why. And I totally agree. It was horrible, like <laughs> the actual worst. Mm-hmm um yeah okay so let's dive into like anyway when, <laughs> when it comes to the numbers and i also just want to thank you for joining us from mexico so if you're watching this and the wi-fi is a little you know in and out just know that this is magic the fact that it's working at all is actually magic <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be back home in time for your for your uh, master that you're doing yes okay. yes
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i'll be awesome. I, I i go home tomorrow so but no i wanted to be here with you so Yes, let's talk about numbers. So, um, numbers. One of the things that is so important that I see so many, so many business owners miss is actually really digging into their numbers in their business. And that has a huge effect in your advertising. So if you know things like, what is your average order value? What is your lifetime value? what could you afford to acquire a new person? And then that goes into lifetime value of like, how much are you gonna end up earning from them? That can give you so many more things to understand the results that you're getting and know if your ads are working or not. Because so often we, we wanna look at um, what is the cost per lead? But if we're not looking at how many of those leads turn into actual purchasers, and then how much are you actually getting from those people in the long run, then we might be totally off. Like We might think that we need to get $3 leads. That's like a crazy number, especially if you're in marketing, because that may never happen,
0: just to warn everybody. Um, I'll never forget the (laughs) ad that I did that was on my phone. It was, it was right when we first launched our camera conference program, so it was like 2006, No, it must have been 2017. No, 2016 is when live video came out. I was on my phone and I was like, literally oh, my sunglasses just broke, so I'm going to use them as a prop. I had sunglasses like this on and I, look, they just cracked, which is. So- <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> now I'm a pirate. Okay, so I, I think I might wear them like this just for fun. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jamie. Okay, so, <laughs> so I did this video where I was like, if you're afraid of going live, I just have something to tell you. You know, if you're worried about the hair and the makeup, I hear all these people telling me they, they don't wanna get ready, put makeup on before they go live and I had sunglasses on. And then I took my glasses off and I was like, I'm not wearing any makeup, slap on a pair of sunglasses, you know, and just, just show up. Halfway through the, the video that I was doing, my wifi cut out, it was so sloppy. It was like the worst. And we were getting dollar leads, dollar opt-ins for that ad. Those were the days. That's amazing. (laughs) Those were the days. And I think there's a lot of people who who maybe aren't in, they're not used to what it costs to do ads. And they think like, oh my gosh. $3 $3 for an opt-in, that's yeah. so much money. But if you think about it, like I've got these little postcards right here from our amazing Glam member, Stephanie. <laughs> like how much did it cost to send an actual postcard in the mail with the stamp and the thing? And that's not even like a, an opt-in. That's just someone sending me a little reminder. Reaching out. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So there, I mean,
1: the, if we take even a step back and consider what it would cost us as business owners to promote ourselves pre this time, Mm -hmm. then I mean, that alone kind of negates some of some of that thought process. But honestly, if we know our numbers and we know what really we could afford, it gives us so much more room to understand if our ads are working or not. And a lot of people miss that part that it's such a crucial piece at the very beginning and a lot of people miss doing it they don't know how to calculate it and no one is saying it to them and there are like, the agencies all- they're working for I think, are not I saying it to them
0: people get scared yeah. of it also so like i remember yeah. with a client recently we were we started a new um like google phone campaign where we were tracking how like google ads to the phone call which is not my specialty but we had an agency that was helping us with this client and yeah it was like $60 a call which seemed crazy but and that's where those emotions come up that like oh my gosh we're paying $60 yeah. for one call but then when we looked at it the average price point of one sale was over a thousand dollars so like uh there you go right. right and then you look at the lifetime right. value if that customer comes back and buys more so um, yeah are you gonna i so- if
1: we if we just like take the that example right now yeah. right um and this is i'll go deeper into each one of these numbers on the webinar on um yeah. the masterclass on tuesday and wednesday but um like let's just take that example so it costs 60 dollars a call and on average, we close 25 to 30% of the people we get on a call with, right? So it's $600 for 10 people.
0: Which those if are, wait, close, wait, let's just like be clear that those are numbers that you have to actually know, which a lot of people don't yeah, even you know, have that to much. know that. Right.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You have to know this. So you have to know how, how, like, what is your close rate? What are, what are all these numbers? And the thing is, is like, okay, so $600 for 10 calls. If you close three of those people and they're a thousand dollars each, it, you just made $3,000 for $600 in, in, you know, ad spend. Yeah. But if you don't know those numbers, you can't know that, which then just puts you at a at a place of disadvantage because you don't know if you're being successful or not. And if you're running your ads or someone else is running your ads, they don't have anything to work from. So like those are like really important. Um, uh, pieces. And Keith just asked, what do you do before you have the data? So there's industry based data that you can kind of do a baseline from. And you have to, on knowing your numbers, like what are you prepared to put in capital wise? Yeah, so Jill like, actually
0: what- asked that. What's the minimum amount you can invest and still and get results? And oftentimes, I don't know about you, but I'll decide like, okay, we're going to get some of the data from the ads. You know, like there yes. are ways that you can use yes. ads to get get data. So if you're the, if it's the first time you're ever running ads, sometimes you have to yeah. use that to get the get the data, and you have to decide. You know what? This hundred dollars, this one thousand dollars, this is my market research.
1: Yeah, it, it is really good to like prepare that within the budget of what you're doing to start a business. Like in reality. Um, And I am a really big believer in a combined effort of like sell organically first. I didn't start running ads until my business was doing over half a million in revenue a year. I like that is, and the thing is, is that that gives you proof that the market wants your products and you can do. Now, there are ways to use it as market research. That's one of the things that I do teach. in order to figure out if there's validation and do that a little bit quicker. But you have to have the budget for it. So you have to yeah. make the decision. Like, are you are you going to invest the budget to get that information in a more accelerated fashion? Or are you going to invest the time to sell it and figure out if the market wants it? You have to choose one or the other. And anyone who tells you that you can just do it, like put ads out there and like make it work, is not actually looking at your business and and having a real
0: conversation with you about it. Well, and that's another thing that I love so much about you is that you're not here like <laughs> the only way to do this is to is with ads, you know, blah 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 blah. Like, there's been times where we've Jamie and I have worked together with clients. Like, we have clients right now that we're working together mm-hmm. with where she's doing the ad part and I'm doing the organic strategy. There's been times where Amy has uh, Amy, your name is Jamie, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie has said, you know, this person came to me, and I think they'll be a great candidate, but they need more organic in place first. So I'm going to send them to you, which I don't think every ad manager would do that. Which is why I know that I can trust Jamie to be here to share these <laughs> strategies with you because she's not a snake oil salesman. Uh, well, <laughs> well and friends. like
1: Mel- Melinda asked yeah. um, or said, like how to get that number without ads.
0: Follow Molly. (laughs) Somebody named Melinda just joined Camera Confidence. So she's actually, she's got the whole map. So Melinda, when you're going through Camera Confidence, there's that step-by-step checklist, which you'll get to in module five, that gives you like the exact map for getting more people there. Um, And then you combine the ads with it to give it that accelerated boost. So, And not boost, but in the ads manager. (laughs) (laughs)
1: And so, and then here's the thing, there are other pieces to this. So you can spend a smaller amount of money and not focus on the direct response, but just really to get your name out there, get you in front of people (laughs) and like create some omnipresence, like where you're, they kind of feel like you're everywhere in your right audience. You can do that for a few hundred dollars a month. You just have to know what your objective is. Like you have to know that you're doing that right now to get in front of a lot of people. And it may take time before you're seeing like direct revenue coming back from that. But that's part of getting out there and and making um, your presence a little bit known. So there are opportunities with ads that allow you to really get in front of people and and accelerate the kind of work that Molly teaches. You just have to, again, know your numbers and know what your objective is.
0: And know that you have a follow-up system in place. So if you're not doing ads that lead to a direct response, give me your email, give me your you know buy this thing right now, if you're doing ads that are engagement based, and I'm sure you're going to dive more into this on the master class also, but those engagement type ads for video views or for engagement, those things, if people like or comment, if you're not going to do the full on ad, you know, the whole funnel, which maybe we can dive into the funnel piece next. That's one thing yeah, we we're going to talk I think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're not, not going to do a full Facebook ads funnel, you're not fully read, ready to do that, the customer or the client journey still has to be in place, which means you, mm-hmm. as the human being, have to talk to people. Yes. Like,
1: and that comes back to the time time and in investment versus money investment. I mean, that's that's where it comes back to, and that's the opportunity that you have.
0: Yeah, oh, I love it. Okay, so let's I think we'll come back to some of these questions because I see like how we'll come to these ones at the end. On average, how long until you see a return? What's the approximate ad budget for market research? A lot of those are going to be dependent on your own yeah. stuff. So let's come back to some yeah. of those at the end. but let's dive yeah. into like an actual, what is a funnel? How, like, what is Facebook Ads Funnel, how does that all work? Yeah, yeah, so
1: So first let me just give a brief definition to a sales funnel in general, just in case there's people that are listening that don't really, like, even have that grasp on it, which I know at one point I didn't. (laughs) And that is truly that um, you are introducing yourself to people who've never heard of you before. They may be solution aware, so they may, like, they may know that there's solutions out there like you. They just don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, they could be one step back. They could be problem aware and not know what the solutions are. So there's a few different pieces that can exist within a cold audience. Then you have your warm audience. These are people who... Um, are definitely solution aware and they know that you're a potential solution, but they haven't really taken the action yet to say, I want to work with you in some capacity. Then hot, yeah, go ahead.
0: Can can we, when it comes to problem aware, solution aware, that type of stuff, can we just identify, can we use an example? So if, um, let's say I just got a Peloton. It's super fun. So before getting the Peloton, I had no idea how much your butt would hurt by sitting on the, the dang thing, right? So I wasn't even problem aware at that point. I was just like, here's my little happy Peloton. After one ride on the Peloton, I was like, oh, shoot, my butt seriously hurts. Now I'm problem aware. I don't realize that there are you know, I don't know bike about shorts. the solution. I don't Shammies. know. There's like a, yeah. So my first thought yeah. was like, I can get a cover for the seat, but I didn't even realize that bike shorts actually have padding in them. Yeah. Okay. So now, yeah. So the solution aware.
1: Totally. And then once you're solution aware, then do you, you know, buy Giro bike shorts or perlizumi yeah. bike shorts or, you know, what, what types of brands or, <laughs> maybe you get an ad for the the seat cover that's the pad because then you don't have to wear sweaty bike shorts so like there's (laughs)
0: yeah exactly so okay so that's um, like the different levels of awareness and that those levels of awareness will go to different audiences is what you're saying yeah will go to different people that are in there's
1: work to do before this to figure out who exactly is your avatar that you want to be talking to um But then, but one of the things that people make the mistake of in this part of it is that sometimes people think because someone's solution aware that they're considered warm. They're not warm until they know who you are. Once they know who you are, then they're warm. So that's something that's, I think, really important for a lot of people to think about. And sometimes people have a little bit of a hard time, like, making that connection. Once they're warm, this is people who do know who you are. They have engaged with you in some capacity. Maybe they've watched your videos. Maybe they've been to your website even. Um, they might have liked some stuff or commented on some stuff, but they haven't actually taken the action to like fill out a lead form or if you're in e-commerce, add to cart. So the things that are like the actions that indicate that they're actually very, very interested. That is then a hot audience, the people who have taken some form of action, but they have not yet signed up for your program, become a client, or made the purchase.
0: And the cool thing is, within even the basic level of ads, you can actually... Tell when people have taken certain actions. Now, I know a lot of people have been asking. We have yes. some questions come beforehand as well about the changes with iOS because you used to be able to retarget, and retargeting is when um, you go to a website and then, like, I, this happens with Fluvog shoes. So I go look at a very specific pair of shoes on the Fluvog website, and then all of a sudden, those exact shoes are following me everywhere. Like, come buy me, come buy me, right? Yeah. Um, but how does that work now that there's been all of these changes yeah. on iPhones?
1: So I think there's a couple of really important things to think about here. So just to even um, make this even clearer for those who don't know, how that happens is there's a piece of code you get that you put on your website when you're running ads. And that essentially triggers every time somebody comes to your site and they're taking an action. So the easiest example is somebody takes the action of becoming a lead or they take the action of adding to cart then they, the pixel, the line of code, knows that that person took that action, and likely they're logged into Facebook somewhere else. And that, that is how then you can tell Facebook, hey, I want you to run ads to people who take these specific actions that say this, because now they've become hot to me, and they're more likely to purchase. So that's kind of the basic breakdown of the pixel. Um, Super creepy stalker, yes. <laughs> when we're marketers, it's really awesome. When you're a consumer, it can be awesome if you're getting the stuff that you really want. But I always think it's awesome. awesome. I do too. But yeah, Wait, um, I mean
0: I had a shirt that said it's not, it's not it's called retar- it's not stalking, it's called retargeting. <laughs> I need that
1: shirt. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, so a lot of people are freaking out about iOS. The sky is falling, um, but
0: which a- let's be real. A lot of people yeah. are also using that as a strategy for, you know, creating clickbaity type headlines because they want you to totally. pay attention and for you to be scared. Totally. So Let's be real about the smoke and mirrors.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I will say that there's two things. There are strategies you can use using video um, and other on platform things, which I'll talk about in just a sec. Um, to get around some of this. But also, um, not everyone is opting out of ads. So there's only a certain percentage of people that are even doing it. There's there's a lot of things that are about that. So then also, if you opt out of ads on your phone, but then you go look at something on your computer, you're not opted out of ads. So there, there's a lot of different pieces to this that um, I don't think we have to be filled with fear that it's going to ruin everything. So um, that's one piece. So on on the piece of how we get around it is that there are a lot of audiences we can create on platform, on Facebook, that make it so we can still retarget those people if they're interacting with us. So yes, we may miss some people that we can't send and the add to cart because they added to cart and we don't have that, that pixel information, but we can retarget them when they've watched a significant amount of our video. I'm running a video right now at my top of the funnel, cold audiences, that is getting, um, I think it was 25 cents to watch 25 minutes
0: of video. That's like walking up minutes. to someone on the street and be like, hey, if I give you a quarter, will you watch 25 minutes of my video? And they'll be like, no, why would I do that? Um, so there
1: are there are ways that you can create audiences that are actually really interested in what you're selling <laughs> without, you know, without having the pixels. so.
0: When I was an actor, like a full-time actor, I also would pick up these random side gigs and I loved crocheting. And so I got paid like $200 to sit in a room and talk about yarn. It was amazing. So think about it. People are paying people like $200 to do things like this. And Jamie's doing it for 25 cents, (laughs) it's awesome. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's only one particular video but it is doing really well. And we have clients that do the same thing that if you're creating, if you're creating content the people that you're trying to sell to really care about, and you're providing real, authentic value, man, you can like you can do it for really inexpensively. Seriously, so
0: that's yeah. Okay, so I, this actually authentic value, authentic value <laughs> consistently, which Jamie can help you with the consistency part because. She'll turn it into an ad, and then you're more consistent than you were before. So here's the, um, here's what I would love to do is we have like 10 minutes left. Oh my gosh, there's been so many amazing nuggets. So fast. I know. So I don't so know fast. what happened. <laughs> um, Laura's okay. like, hmm. I wouldn't advise I that. Mean, Molly. Have to be- Walking up to strangers on the street, you would. You don't think that's a good idea? <laughs> um. um Okay, look, I yes, used to yes, do yes, that when I was like- Oh my gosh, Laura, it's welcome. so good. I'm so glad you're here. Laura had asked a question about something inside camera confidence earlier. So I'm so glad you made it, Laura. It's so good to see you here. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, so here's what I'd love to do. We have about 10 minutes left. If you could give us, and I know we've got this, you have this masterclass coming up, which if you haven't seen it, you can go I to- I'm gonna have to be
1: Rose. more focused than this. I think- I know, I won't be
0: there. I'll be there in the chat. <laughs> I won't be on camera distracting you talking about my glasses breaking and things. Um, but oh. if you go to molly.live slash easy ads, BeLive just put the little link right into the chat, which is awesome. We can see it right there. Thank you, BeLive. Um, you can find how you can register for that. She's doing it live twice, which is so cool. And um, before we get there, though, I would love if you could give kind of a, a, a best practice for getting started. If someone is thinking, okay. I'm feeling a little more comfy about this. I've realized some of the things I shouldn't do. What are the best steps to get started with ads? So, wait and number one. Wait, hold on. We're gonna Uh, make this the speedy recap. I'm so sorry. So since we've talked about so many things, we're gonna make this the recap that we're gonna put on YouTube. So Vaughn, perfect. This is our recap. Sometimes I forget to tell him. (laughs) Vaughn is our editor, so I'm gonna give a little intro and then I'm gonna have you take it away, like as if we're recording this, pre-recording it. Got it. Awesome. So good? Okay. I might use it in my ads, too. I mean, you could. Exactly. Speedy recaps <laughs> work really well in ads. And yeah. this is your chance to up your nugget entry. So if you're watching this live, keep the nuggets coming, because we're going to pick it right after this. So, OK, here we go. If you're thinking of getting started with ads, and you're like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. I do not even know how to start, because it's such a hot mess. Guess what? We have the expert in simplifying your hotness when it comes to ads. She is here, and she's going to give you your best steps for getting started with Facebook ads. So Jamie O'Connor, take it away.
1: Awesome. So number one, if you're just getting started with ads, if you're just getting in there, make sure you just do a couple things to install your pixel and get a business manager set up. That is so important because that's the way that you're going to be able to actually build some really strong foundation. So get those two things set up. Number two, start creating content that is valuable and authentic for your people. Because if you create video content, whether you go live or you do it recorded and you put it on your business page, you can truly start to build relationships with people that will then let you sell to them. So that is going to be one of, the, one of the absolute biggest things. Um, and number three is going to be to sign up for my master
0: class. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, though, so like, bring you somebody that you trust, <laughs> whether you it's more. Jamie or not, Jamie yeah. has an amazing master class. If you're watching this in the future, who knows if it will be available. But get somebody that you trust that actually can help you know what's going on, because it's yeah. crazy.
1: So that would be, honestly, my my actual third thing is to get a very basic understanding of how to use the Facebook business manager, the Facebook ads manager, so that you actually do know the, like, the foundational things so that if somebody else is running your ads or you need to run the ads in a pinch, you don't put yourself in a precarious situation that could get you in trouble or waste your money. So yeah. you can learn that stuff, the very basic stuff. Um, really it can take a month or less and an hour to a week. And it's so worth it. It will save you so much money in the long run.
0: And, and just as an example to really bring that in, like nail that down, let's like go over these again. So setting up a business manager, making sure that you actually do this the right way. Don't just use ads through your personal account. Set up a business manager because Facebook will treat you as an actual business. So yeah. set up a business manager. Yeah. Installing your pixel so that you're not wasting this time. There's always, even if you're not ready to do the ads, there's always data out there to be collecting, which you can't get without the pixel. So, and then I love this tip about creating content. Hello, that's authentic and valuable. Okay, and this last little thing about connecting with a Facebook ads mentor of some sort, whether that's through a course or Jamie's masterclass, which you can get at molly.live slash easy ads. What I will say about this is, We had a client who had I'm gonna say maybe 25,000 likes on her Facebook page and she messaged me and she was like something doesn't feel right about this and I was this is right when we very first started working together and I wasn't actually in her ads manager at this time guess what she went into her ads manager she was in California where I am she went into her ads manager and saw that like 18,000 of her likes on her page were from people in Venezuela, which nothing against Venezuela. We may have people from Venezuela here right now, but they were not her ideal target market. And Mm -hmm. luckily she had enough wherewithal to go in there and be like, wait, what's actually happening? And then we saw it happen with another client who swore to me his numbers were real. We were building a bot for him. And he was like, no, 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 no. We never target people out of other, other places. And he was in Canada. Same exact thing on his account. And he was, she caught it herself. So she had actually gotten rid of that guy. And we, we had to launch a whole new page, like from scratch. Yeah. Like, the page was such junk at that point. I've so, seen it, it a couple anything. times.
1: So that's the thing is exactly what you just said. Like being able to go in and see that if you're paying someone else to your ads or you're being told to boost a post and it's probably not the right decision. Like just getting this foundational knowledge will save you for so long. And I, I can't say it enough because I lost money this way. I've seen client after client that in previous situations have it happen, and I think I'm kind of on a mission to make sure that business owners are educated and marketing managers that are responsible for this part of it are educated just enough to be able to
0: make the right decisions moving forward. Yeah, man. Ah. And we're going to have the show notes from today written up with all of the little nuggets that Jamie shared. And I'll probably get some like screenshots and things like that that we'll add in there. Um, we really intentionally didn't dive into the actual ads manager today because I get excited and I jump into the tools like that. And then everyone's yeah. eyes gloss over and they can't actually process the information. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's true. I have to be careful of <laughs> <with> that too.
0: <laughs> um, so just know that we'll have all the show notes. And if you want access to the show notes, all you have to do is give us the word remind me below this. And I'm going to plop that up on the screen. Give us the word remind me. Or if you're watching this in the future, you're not here with us live. Once the show notes are ready, we will add them somewhere around this video. So you'll be able to grab those too. Um, okay. I can't believe how quickly this went by. So fast. So oh fast. my gosh, it's crazy! We were Jamie and I were talking beforehand, and we were like, "Okay, so here's what we want to make sure that we cover." And and then I was like, "Wait, so let's just let, let's just have a conversation." And she goes, "We'll just be like normal people, like we actually are normal people." <laughs> there you go. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I fully appreciate. I hope everyone got a lot out of this today. I hope to see some of you guys.
0: Um, and yeah, thank yeah. you so much for joining. It's so good. And we'll have, I know we've got loads of questions and stuff that came through here. So I hope that we asked all of them. And Laura yes. says, oh my gosh, I know somebody who can help me build systems around creating content. <laughs> hmm, I wonder who that could be. So I'm gonna scroll through these guys and pick our nugget winner. Are you ready for that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay. let's
0: do it. Okay, ready, I'm scrolling. You can keep them coming, I'm scrolling. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Oh my gosh, who is it? You know what? (laughs) This isn't a nugget, but I think it's a funny comment. So I think, and I I don't know if this person has ever won, so I'm gonna go with this because I know she left lots of nuggets. Flora says, no, could you hear me all the way from your house? (laughs) So Flora and I actually live really close together. We run into the grocery store sometimes, (laughs) but Flora, have you ever won a selfie light from our nugget giveaways yet? I'm gonna pick one more, but I think your comment's funny. Let me know if you've won one and we'll, we'll get you one going. Um, um, great nuggets, great nuggets, so good. Okay, I'm gonna pick one more. Let me see the first one that I see in here. Yeah, got so many questions and stuff too. Um, nugget, there it is. Okay, oh my gosh, guess who it is, it's Flora. So Flora's nuggets are clearly the winner. She says, must know your numbers, objectives, and follow-up plan, I totally agree. Okay, Flora, we're sending you yeah. a selfie light. Oh my gosh, she says yes, she has. So guess what? Candy, you're going to get the nugget winner today because you're right above Flora. She says these are great nuggets. She'd love to get the show notes. Candy, email us at mollyatthepreparedperformer.com. I'm going to put that in the chat. molly@thepreparedperformer.com. And um, I've got one final nugget that we're going to share at the very end. But first, I would love to shout out our amazing... Sponsor that makes all of this happen. Did you know you can actually be a partner with Be Live now too? <gasps> what? That's awesome. You get access That's to the partner awesome. community. You get access to early features that not everybody else gets. So I just oh put that God. partner link in there. Jamie, are you a partner?
1: I may not be, but I think I need to be because I, I tell them my clients.
0: To I know. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So I'll make sure I get you that partner link. And awesome. we have some new things coming out in our partner group. I recorded a big old video this weekend and I'm in the middle of editing it. It's going to be so good. So you can get graphics designed for you, all kinds of cool stuff when you become a Be Live partner, which means you get your own partner link and you can actually earn money sharing it with your peeps. So sign up as a partner. It's so good. Oh my That's goodness awesome. gracious. Okay. Love it. This Here's is so fun. Final. I know. I am so grateful for you. I'm so grateful um let's get, get one little <laughs> sneaky nugget about the ads okay. library for research can you can you tell us what the ads yes. library is and i'll screen share it. oh
1: my gosh sneaky um, nugget yeah so any of your competitors or people that you're like really into their ads you can actually go look at everything that they're doing through facebook's ad library um which is incredible so if you don't know this um i'm gonna screen can, share it. yeah screen share you can get to it through um, you're, the person's page, business page by going to Ad Transparency, but you can also get to it by going to the Facebook ad library.
0: I just which, Google ad library every time. Yeah, I that's usually what I do too.
1: I should have the link as well, but admittedly that is what I do.
0: Yeah. Um, so here's what it is. So if we did this and let's say I just typed in, if you want to like creep on me, if you just type in the prepared performer, and it's United States, all ads. If you click on this, you can see, and we do a lot of these ads that Jamie helped us set up for just a dollar a day ads. And so you can see these yeah. are shows that we did recently. They're super low cost. It just keeps our stuff coming through your newsfeed. Really easy, little teeny tiny low cost ads with things that we've chopped out from like when I spoke at Traffic and Conversion, different things like that. Oh my gosh, we have a lot of them going and they're so fun. And I love them so much <laughs> and I'm so yes. grateful
1: to you. <laughs> and I, I will give a little bit of an extra tip on this one is that sometimes for some reason when you go, um, the ads won't show up right away, even though you know they're running in the United States. So if you click on that little dropdown and you choose all,
0: for some reason they'll show Ooh. up. It
1: doesn't happen all the time. Um, so right here
0: where it says United States, sometimes click yeah. all
1: all and way more will show up. So um, it doesn't happen all the time. It's like one of those really random Facebook glitches, but a lot of times they're running ads, it just has a little glitch. So that's another little extra tip on that one.
0: Um, And there's a reason to talk to someone who's actually in it with an agency doing it with all the little glitches and the things that happen because you're totally on top of it, which I love so much. (laughs) That's so awesome. Oh, my gosh. Any last words of wisdom you want to leave as we're wrapping this up?
1: Um, know your numbers. That was the one piece we didn't actually end on that list of nuggets. But that, that you know, I go back to that in your business as a whole, but especially when you're going to be starting to spend more money on advertising.
0: And I've so. seen a, some sneak peeks of the ways that Jamie explains these numbers in the in the masterclass and it's so good. So if you're like, oh, lifetime value, what do those things even mean? Just make sure you come to this masterclass because she lays it all out so clearly and I won't be there to distract her. <laughs> Just <laughs> in my comments. I, you know, <laughs> awesome. her I mean, I think I could make it happen again. If I like, look, it's <laughs> 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 gonna be my new party trick. I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> You're amazing. Thank you I'm everybody so for coming. To <laughs> <laughs> and um, never go to Molly.live slash easy ads. And where else can they find you on the socials? Yeah. So um
1: inspired focus facebook.com slash inspired focus digital or facebook.com slash Jamie inspired. Inspired focus. You can find me. Inspired focus. Yeah. So you can look up Jamie O'Connor and you'll find me Um, and Jamie Inspired Focus on Instagram as well is all of the places you can see my things and some of the value that I put there. So yeah, (laughs) Uh, love it. Thanks guys.
0: Thank you so much as always. We love being here to help you to unlock your inner awesome and elevate it so that you can turn your message into a movement and by the way a revenue generating one at that it's pretty dang awesome